With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We had the best 4th of July party ever, dog. <laughs> First of all, the whole yard in the back was like 20 feet of just smoke. And above that was just, I think we recorded it. See, I think it was like two, two minutes and 45 seconds of pure mayhem. And then all you see in the shadows is Guardy running, sliding, 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 and running, <laughs> sliding, <laughs> running, sliding. And then the one hit the porch. Remember the one hit the porch? <laughs> yeah. What's up, everybody? We back another R two C two, another week. We've been we've been keeping it going, you know. You know during this, during this tough time, we're not hard to find right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm still fucking hard to find. Believe that. <laughs> you're, still, you're still finding a way to 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 ghost people. Oh yeah, I can, ghost, I can ghost easily. I'm, I'm still hard to find. Have you noticed that there is like people now? All of a sudden, they only want to like. FaceTime or video call or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but if you do this all the time now, like I- I'm busier than I was. Like yeah, we got to limit it a little bit. It's a lot of requests. Yeah. So it's yeah. a lot of, you know, it's a lot of ghosting going on still. So it's all good. But we are able to record consistently here with R2C2 uh, safe at home. And we certainly hope all of you are staying home, being smart, staying healthy, uh, keeping your distance. You know, we're flattening the curve here in New York because people are being smart and listening. Um, and because we've been able to record regularly, see, it gives us an opportunity to catch up with some other people who are stuck at their homes, like your old buddy from 2009 and beyond. But of course, 09 is the year we cherish most. AJ <laughs> Burnett joining us. AJ, welcome to R2C2, man. Yes, yeah, I love that's it. Sure. <laughs> that's sure. AJ holding up the stay the F home yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I see CC, he's in the same spot, too, in that couch with that aquarium behind him. So, what's going on, everybody? Good to see y'all. Good How to hear you your doing, voices. bro? I'm doing good, man. Normal life for me. I'll leave the gate. You know that. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's different. It's 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 crazy, man. Kids are uh, kids are getting a little stir crazy, but, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're doing it. We're ping ponging it and gaming and. Playing catch and <laughs> playing, <laughs> playing hoop and all that, so we're staying. I love busy. it. How, how how old are your kids now, AJ? Nineteen, sixteen. Ooh, all right, nice. And which one's the one who's always playing basketball? That's AJ Junior. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. If I could just stretch him out about six inches, maybe put him <laughs> on about forty pounds on him, I think he could compete. Nice. Uh, but no, he he loves it. Like he's he's got basketball in his hand every day. I mean, we got a. We got a little pop a shot. What grade is Ashton in? Ashton's tenth grade, driving. Nice. We're Karen takes him out in this mess just to get him. You know, got to get his hours in still somehow. Yeah. You know, he, he ain't driving my dually. He don't want no part of that. So Karen <laughs> takes him out to drive. But he's doing good too. I've been taking Lil C out to drive, and it's stressful. Like it's really stressful riding with a teenager, and I just want to grab. I wish I had like you know in the um. <laughs> And the student the driver's car, the extra steering wheel, I need the gas and, and brake brake, on my side. Brake, I need yeah. the right. brake. Big time the brake. Like, he don't stop until he's right up on you. <laughs> oh, 
man. I couldn't imagine, man. I, I mean, I guess our parents did the same thing. I can remember my dad taught me how to drive. It was not fun. It's not fun, <laughs> yeah. It was. For me, it was a stick. So I imagine the same thing. You know, they're always like. <laughs> you learned how to drive on a stick? That's what I learned on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. And it was terrible. It was literally the worst. It was the my worst. Was... Like four hours in the parking lot. And Bill was just <laughs> cussing me out left and right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's tremendous. You, I, I, I think back now and I'm like, it, like 16 really, like it's super young, to, you know, to be driving. Like I, when I was first driving, I remember just thinking like, Oh, you know what? It's easier to stay within the lines than I thought. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how am I even like having that? It's thought, easier you know? to drive with your parents not in the car. I'm yeah, sure. it's, way yeah, it's yeah, way easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without your parents, that was pressure. And like, I remember. Oh my gosh, yeah, same. I remember my mom always like, no, no, you're too close. You're too close. You're too close. I'm like, mom, we got. But man. I'm glad I haven't had to go through it as the parent yet. That's got to be nerve-wracking. Yeah, just wait, bro. It's, oh. It's nerve-wracking for sure. Oh, man. It is. AJ, you, are you a gamer yourself with your kids? Gaming? I am. Yeah? I am. I don't, I, I don't play with them because I can't compete with them anymore. Hmm. I think I was talking to C about this a couple of years ago. I asked him if he still the game. He's like, I can't beat nobody. I can't, <laughs> I can't beat these kids anymore. So I don't, you know, and it's, it's you know, I play with uh, my buddies from back home. You remember Chris, uh, yeah. CC? Uh, a few other guys that stay in touch, a group of us, a uh, couple times a week. But, but I can't play with them. I can't compete. Yo, we used to. I'm telling you, we used to bring a like a flat screen on the road. Like I had, we had, a, I had a trainer's box, like that they keep a like all their stuff in. Trainer's box, huge box, and we <laughs> put the flat screen in there with the PlayStation and everything. Like it reminds me of that first trip that we took. You remember when we had to fly early? Yes, you were, yes. You were pitching, and Joe was like, hey, AJ, I think you should go with CC. And I was like, I ain't, he wants me to go. I ain't even pitching. He's like, just go with CC. And here comes this big gaming trunk. And I was like, I'm going with CC. Like, we're going to be just fine, Joe. We're just fine. Oh, that's but great. it was a legit setup for sure, man. It was fun, man. I can say I used to be a gamer. I'm definitely not anymore. I can't even beat Carter in a video game right now, bro. I'm sad. <laughs> oh man. Well, yo, but Carter's kind of like a little genius kid, man. <laughs> nah, he is. A, he's a he's a gamer. Like he he really is. Like he's up there right now. School just got out about a, an hour ago, and he's like lit right now up there playing Fortnite like crazy. That's a, that's Ashton in the basement. He's got he's I'm on an Xbox. Like you know, we used to play PlayStation. Ashton's computer. You know, dual dual screen up there. You know, one here, one here. And I'm like, jeez, man. Oh, you win, man. You win. Yeah, yeah. How I do you keep it. up? It does feel like though. It's fun. I used to, man. I used to play Madden. My roommate in college. We used to do seven game series, where like winning one seven game series was considered one win. So we do a seven game series of a seven game series. We just play all night. Then at some point, man, I lost it. And I, I haven't played video games now. Like, growing up, I played nonstop. Now, I haven't played in, like, eight years. And I'm like, this is the time where you're like, oh, I should have held on to it. Because, like, if you're ever, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. if you ever, I don't know, Do you, are your kids even, like, are they feeling restricted because of this? Or because they're gamers, does it feel like almost like this weird vacation of sorts? I can tell you mine. I know Carter is loving this. Like if we never leave this house and he just played Fortnite and whatever video, whatever other game he played. <laughs> Him and Ash need to get together and go bowling. Yeah, like he's good. Like Lil C's going a little stir crazy. Like, you know, yeah. play catch in the backyard, shoot some shots or whatever. But like Carter is is literally good with a headset and a video, like in, in a controller in his hand. He's all good. Same, same here, same here. Ashton, basement. I see him lunch and dinner. 
<laughs> no, no breakfast because he's sleeping until one. Then he's downstairs, and then AJ. I think AJ misses his buddies. You yeah, know, he yeah. had a crew around here that that he hung out with, that he graduated with, and but besides like hanging out with his friends, I think he's he's doing all right too. He's working out and playing hoops, like you said. But yeah, Ashton, he's he's in heaven. Right so now. last night I told uh, Carter I was like, like, cause they're in school, so they have to be up on the computer at eight thirty. I'm like, dude, at nine thirty, turn the game off. You got to take a shower, get ready for bed, like it's a school night. Twelve thirty, I hear him in there going crazy. <laughs> yeah, because right? I forgot yeah. to go check on him. You know what I'm saying? And he's down Everything there screaming. Okay? He's yelling at his brother to land. All I hear him say is land, land, land. I'm like. Who is that? And what, it's twelve thirty right now, and he was still up, bro. Like in it, lights on, same, same clothes same. on, like from you know from the, in the morning, but just lit up from the game. I'm like, what is going on right now? That is hilarious, man. They're oh loving it, man. They're loving it. That's so, great. AJ, you're in uh, Maryland, and for those who are, you know, right now we've been doing video episodes for each one. So some people are watching this on YouTube on Uninterrupted's page. Other people are listening. Uh, you know, just to the podcast, but just to set the scene, AJ has this awesome wall behind him of like all these different pictures from his time with the Yankees, his World Series uh, nameplate from his locker. What's the ball that you have there in the home plate frame? That's uh, that's Mario. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's five hundred safe. That oh, oh wow. is it nice, man? Very yeah. cool from Rivera. Very cool. I got a little bit of everything, man. I gotta do. I got everything. But that picture, hey, that it. picture from the first uh, welcome home dinner is classic, bro. <laughs> I love that. That's one of my man. favorites. You, I know. I, hang on, this is one I got to show you real quick, dog. Yeah, this is one of my favorites too. Y'all can see this one. <laughs> oh my god, that is hilarious! So it's so for our uh, uh, for those just listening, it's a it's a picture of is that who the other one is? Sergio Mitre. That's Mitre. Yeah. So it's a picture of Mitch, Sergio Mitre, Jabba, CC, Andy, and AJ's heads all on baby bodies. Oh man, that's great. He's got uh, everything. You got every picture, bro. I got dude. This room's full, man. It's it's. Wow! Everything, everything I've ever collected, of, oh, awesome. everything I've collected, everything fans have sent. You know, as far as like, uh, you know, uh, Chad's uh, Chad Bowling's brother had that painting drawn. Yeah, so I got that. I got that up uh, right underneath our signing pictures, and he just goes to Pittsburgh, and before that, it's Toronto and, and Florida. Oh, that's dope! Now the picture you were talking about, C, uh, is one where Andy is sitting down. As you told us before we went on air, like the Godfather. Yeah. And you have the other four starters, yourself and AJ included, around him with like a hand on his we shoulder. Got a hand on his yeah, shoulder. How did this picture come about, man? Because it's a great shot. I think AJ, uh, we were just in the back and we, they were taking pictures of us, like, you know, before we it went. Was this is the first, uh, yeah, the first, like, right? first welcome home dinner that me welcome and AJ ever, ever, yeah. ever went to. And we're sitting in the back, and AJ was like, man, we got to get a – because we went to dinner as starters. We went to basketball games. Like, that whole spring training, we hung out just as starters. And um, a- uh, AJ was like, we got to get a picture. And we made Andy sit down. He didn't want to do it. We, didn't we made him sit down on, like the godfather. <laughs> but we made him do it, and it turned out to be a really, really dope picture, man. So uh, that's cool. I got to get a copy of that. That's that's, that's Yeah, I can get you one. It's one. It's probably one of my favorite ones, man, that, that – uh, just being next to him, you know, I know I had Jeet on the other side of me, but I had a locker in between with 48 pairs of Jordans. But, <laughs> 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 but I had Andy next to me, and it was really, you know, 
It was really cool to have him next to me those three years I was there, man. It's a good cat right there. What'd you learn most from Andy, AJ? Not to watch videos on my strikeouts the day I pitched. <laughs> really? Why was that? Because I got lit up my first time I did it. So I used to watch. I used to have, I have videos made of my third strikes because I I wasn't really a video guy. But when I went to watch videos, me succeeding, I didn't ever want to watch anything of. I mean, I just lived it. I know what happened. I left yeah. something up. I didn't execute. But mm-hmm. I want to go see myself doing good. So before the game, I watched. I had a highlight video of oh eight year before I came to the Yankees. And remember, CC, we had those little computers on our yep, lockers. Yep. Well, I was just playing that while I was, you know, getting my shoes on. I'm getting, you know, dressed and everything. And Andy scoots over. He's like, "What you watching?" <laughs> <laughs> and you know me, I'm like, <laughs> you "Not know, talking." I'm watching my strikeouts, man. He goes, "Oh, okay." Slid <laughs> 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 back over. And so, I mean, I don't remember if I, how I did. I just remember, like, the next day, he's like, you're not watching them anymore. And I'm like, no, it didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> he's like, it's probably a good idea. But uh, just, just being pro, man, him, you know, and, yeah. and work ethic. You know, I was, I was lucky to be around Doc. Uh, he had an incredible work ethic. However, Andy was much older than Doc, um, and he's still out there you know, way before any of us doing his little drills on the warning track, you know, and – he, I think I did it with him one day, and it was the only day I did it with him because I was just beat. I was like, just wanted to go to bed by the sixth inning of the game. You know? like, <laughs> I don't know how you how he did it, um, but to be consistent with, with his routine, that's that's what you learn from guys like that. Man, I remember the first when I first came to the Yankees. I was like, I, I had already had a couple knee surgeries, so I was in that I don't run mode, like coming <laughs> from the Indians. Um, and the, the very first day, Andy and Mo out there on the track running poles, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> This is what we got to do. So the next day I'm out there early with Andy and Mo running poles. Like, I mean, you like, just follow like whatever little they side do. shuffles and all the things they did, like 30 yeah. minutes of work. And I'm like, I got a bullpen, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, th- what's interesting about you saying that with the strikeouts, AJ, is see, it reminds me a little bit of what you've told me in the past about the videos you would watch mm-hmm. before – you know, you go out over the last couple of years at least where you said, like, you didn't want to see strikeouts necessarily. You wanted to see, like, executing ground balls, on a ground ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that came from, from Tite. That came from Andy. Like, you want to just see yourself executing, and you want to see yourself, you know, not so much, you know, striking everybody out all the time, but just making pitches to get out of innings. That was always my biggest thing when I first got to the Yankees was, you know, making that one pitch to get out of the inning, whether it was a double play or if I had runners on second and third and I get two strikeouts and then I, I give up a double. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it was always for me just trying to execute at the end and make those pitches to get out of the inning. Did AJ, when when you I mean you and C end up having the press conference together. Would you guys well, I come? forced that. Did you? Oh, <laughs> like, tell oh us my, the story. I begged him the night before, well, two nights before, <laughs> to do the press conference. I was I was like, I I didn't want it no part of it, doing it by myself. Yeah. Like, I had just signed this huge contract. I'm coming to New York. Everybody yeah. thinks I don't want to be here. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> yeah. and me and AJ flew in together. I'm like, dog, you yeah. have to do the press conference. We, I mean, we, we, and we only really knew each other through Cliff and his agent at the time. And right. I was like, dog, you got to do this press conference with me because I'm terrified. Which I'm, like was, which I'm glad he did because I was, I was in the same boat. Like, <laughs> good, dude, good. I think was that that might have been the last press conference at the old stadium. Yeah, 
right? Because yeah, so when Tex did his, his was in the new stadium, I his think. His was in the new one. We did the, we did the press conference um, at the old stadium. Then we walked across and like walked toured across. and got to, got to see the inside and everything. But yeah, I'm pretty sure we were the last ones to do it. But it was only because I begged AJ to do it with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Did you guys like see, did it? Because um, I think this is something you've talked about before, but what did it do for you or how did it lighten the load that you were coming in with another, you know, big gun starting pitcher who was also coming in on a big free agent deal? Yeah, it, it, it really lightened the load for me, just just his personality too, like the pies and like, you know, having fun and, you know, taking the starters out and, you know, that kind of started in spring training, but it started with AJ. And, you know, I just kind of piggybacked on and we were able to like change the culture a little bit. Like, but it, it was a huge help to have, him coming in to have text coming in. We had just traded for Swish. So it was, you know, he wasn't coming in kind of, I mean, I kind of feel sorry for Garrett because he's coming in right now by himself <laughs> on this huge deal. He can deal. handle it, man. He can handle it. <laughs> he definitely can, but I'm just you saying. You know it. You've been around him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot different than when me and yeah, you it, showed up. You know what I'm sure saying? Sure it is. 100% it is. I, I think it was big. I mean, I, I I couldn't imagine going there without any of you guys, to be honest with you. Just mm-hmm. the way it all fit, you know, the way we all just got along from – you know, like you said, we didn't really know each other. I just knew I saw somebody come from Milwaukee who basically told the whole National League to STFD the entire, you know. <laughs> so I was like, this is awesome, bro. Two guys left-handed, man. I can't pitch like him, but I can learn some, you know, shit from him. Uh, and, then, and then, like you said, Tex came along, and then we traded for Swiss. But we just, like you said, we clicked in there, and we all just made it work, you know, somehow. And it was, it was fun to be a part of, man. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? You know, C and I have both talked about anxiety playing a role in our lives at different times, fear. Maybe you have other things you're dealing with. Well, this is why we love BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist that you can connect with in a safe and private online environment. You could send a message to your counselor anytime and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. There are licensed professional counselors who are specialized in many different areas, such as depression, anxiety, family conflicts, grief, and more. It's much more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. We know now is a time where all of us are feeling certain levels of mental stress, fear, anxiety, grief. Well, BetterHelp can be there for you. We want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you will get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com R2C2. Join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash R2C2. We'll get beyond 09, but AJ, I got to take you back because if I, I think, you know, if there was um, a family feud answer from Yankee fans or people in the organization for what was the most important game throughout that run, they would go to game two of the World Series. You guys are down 1-0 and you throw an absolute gem, seven innings, three hits, one run. And you guys win game two, even up the series, and obviously go on to to take a 3-1 lead and then win the World Series in game six. 
when you like when you think back to that game at Yankee Stadium and those stakes, what is, what's the thing that like you remember that's like the first thing you think about from that night? I wish I could have went three more outs and went eight. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad and happy at the same time. <laughs> but you know, you got Mo coming in. What are you gonna do, man? Yeah, uh, exactly. You know what? It's funny. It's it by far was was the highlight of my career. You know, yeah, I feel a, a yeah highlight of my career. Um, <laughs> but it was funny because I I went on the other day with with Susan and John and and they're asking me about game two of the DLCS, right? And they're asking me these questions. I mean, all I remember is game two of the World Series. Okay, okay. So I, had to, I had to go back and look up and like, what are they talking about? I'm like, oh yeah, that play. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that. I had to watch it again. They had it. Uh, they had it on live on their on the radio, so I actually listened to it afterwards, so I could remember some of the stuff that they were talking about. I mean, all I remember from that game is that Alex went deep in the ninth. You know, and we were down yeah. three to one, but I couldn't tell you who I pitched against or how I did, and you know, I couldn't tell you. Uh, but game two, that was that was fun, man. It was it was just. I try to tell everybody it was just a weird night for me, and even the night before, like I got, I get nervous, I get butterflies like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just didn't that day. I didn't the night before, and I, and I don't know. I couldn't tell you why to this day. You know, I remember walking out of the clubhouse. You know, AJ was six at the time, um, and you know my kids are six and four, and they're sad. You know, they don't know why they're sad, but they're sad. You know, we lost. And I just remember picking them up and saying, "Hey, Daddy's got this." And we just went to the car, and it was kind of like that all the next day. It was. I mean, I pitched with the, with the Pirates, you know, and then my other games in the, in the playoffs with New York, and I was nervous. I was, you know, like, but that day, for some reason, I just, I mean, I had, you know, Leisha playing in right field, you know. I was jamming <laughs> warming up. I mean, what could go wrong, right? I mean, <laughs> playing, playing our theme song, New York, you know. I'm like, right. this is going to be great. But uh, I just want to go out and do good, man. I know our boy, you know, you're friends with Cliffy. He's Little Rock. He's Arkansas boy. Uh, you know, he was one of my, locked in that night before too. One of my friends, right? And I was just like, okay, can't let him one up me. You know, we're both from Arkansas. You know, I got to go in there and do something. <laughs> but yeah, he was locked in. That was that was a joke. I mean, I believe it was ten k's no walks, right? Yeah, ten like k's no right? walks, and it was weird for me because we had just been teammates the year before, and you know, right. we hung out all the time, and me and Cliff were close. Like we we really hung out all the time. <clears throat> And then the next year, we starting against each other in the in the game one of the World Series. Like <laughs> the shit was wild, man. You know what I remember about about you in that that night before? I remember I was always talking to you about what it's like to have a ring and blah blah blah. blah. But you kept telling me you was like, I don't feel like that's my ring because because you was hurt, I guess, or whatever in in, in uh, Florida. Yeah, in yeah, Florida. So I just remember like thinking like he is going to deal in the playoffs. Like he's going to be locked in. So I had no worries that. You were gonna go out and do what you did in game two, like just because you were so locked in and determined to, you know, get that ring. Well, I mean, that's why we went there, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> should have got should have got two more, man. We definitely should have, man. <laughs> you know what's funny is like, cause I can I can remember after that that whole time, that whole season, basically, I, I want to say from when you guys really got it together in the middle of the summer to through the end of the regular season, and then. You know, through the DS and CS, the whole time I knew you're going to win the World Series. Like, I know this team's going to win the World Series. And when you lost game one, it was the first time that I thought, like, wait, is, you know, f- the Phillies are really good. Like, could yeah. they actually maybe not they win the World Series? Time. Yeah. And and then when you dealt that night, AJ kind of brought the season back on its equilibrium that it had been on. And 
you know, it, you, what was interesting about that year is like, all right, so you, you kept having game two and every game two you dealt and see, obviously you kept going out in game one and Andy would have game three. You got, you were the three starters, the whole, yeah. you know, you guys were pitching on three days rest. Like, was there, what was the kind of the, I don't know if it was like the physical toll or the mental toll or the camaraderie of the fact that you guys knew it was just going to be you three and that's it going at it, trying to deliver. I was glad because it wasn't no bullpens. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I don't Save think them it was, bullets, man. Yeah. I don't think it was like a toll. I think that we collectively like just leaned on each other. Like yeah. if I went out and had a bad game like I did in game one, I knew he was going to pitch good. We knew Andy was going to deal. Like yeah. we knew he was going to go out yeah, and win right. that third game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it just gave you the confidence that we all had each other's back, to be honest. Like – Andy pitched every one of the the game the clinchers in that whole postseason, and we wouldn't want anybody else on the mound besides him. So, yeah, I mean, I think it was just all of our camaraderie together and just kind of leaning on each other to really get us through, to be honest. <clears throat> I think it was a no-brainer. I think they asked us, and we were just all three like, yep, yeah. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. You know, no questions, <laughs> let's go. I remember Gino saying, y'all pitching on three days rest? I'm like, hell yeah, we <laughs> <Gino, yeah. laughs> Get me ready, Gino. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and the thing is, you guys were going deep into these games, too, you know? Like, it wasn't like like you were saying, AJ, all right, rest the pen. It's not like you were, you know, pitching on three days rest and you guys are only getting 12 outs like we might see in today's game. You guys are going out there and, I mean, see, you were pitching seven, eight innings every single start. But, AJ, you and Andy are going, you're either pitching into the seventh, through the seventh, into the sixth, you know, through the sixth. Yep. It's, it's, it's not like they were short starts. As you guys were going through that, that's all. I mean, that's that's what we're, we're supposed to do, man. You're supposed to take the ball, you know. Yeah. And I, I would have, you know, I'm glad I got to go deep in them games, you know. Wish yeah. it would have went eight into the game too. But. <laughs> He's still thinking but, about having having Mo yeah, come in. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm gonna have to call Mo back. Yeah. Like, can you give me three of them outs back, Mo, please? Oh, uh, man. But uh, no, um, it's uh, to to be able to. To last, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't think I was tired. I mean, I know you weren't, and Andy wasn't, but you know, and you get that momentum from the postseason gives that little boost too at the end of the year for sure. But I think we just all wanted the ball so bad that you couldn't, you couldn't have got away from us. This brings up an interesting point, though, AJ, because I, you've always been great to me. We've done some fun feature shoots. I love you, and I think you have a wonderful personality. However, I also believe when you're in this, like the midst of like fierce competition. You could be a scary dude. So what I want to know, <laughs> what I want to know is what is it like when a manager's going to take the ball from you and you're not ready to come out? What's that conversation like? It's probably a lot nicer than when a pitching coach comes out. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> that, that's that's what we and CC was talking about this the other day. He was talking about how you know he didn't want to ever talk to me. You know, the day I pitched, and I was like, well, you probably the only person that could have got away with it. You know, so. <laughs> No. I always felt like I had something to tell you the day you pitched. Too. Like, the day you pitched, it was like the, the greatest news I always had to tell him. And I'm like, shit, today. <laughs> I can't talk I can't to him this tell day. Him <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I felt like I, I just – I wish I could have been more relaxed. You know, like like I admire you for that, man. And I, I know I've told you that before. To be as, as relaxed and laid back as you were in that stage for as long as you did it, man, I mean, that's impressive to oh, see. Yeah. And I play with other people, too. Doc was serious. He wasn't like me, but uh, some other guys that were loose, too. I just – I couldn't do it, you know. Like, I think I tried it a few times, and it just – 
I don't know. I felt like I never got to where I needed to be come game time when I was when I was that relaxed. So I, I had to be it. But um, yeah, I would say a pitching coach would would be a little bit more worried than than the manager, especially <laughs> especially poor Ray in, in Pittsburgh. Man, he he come to because <laughs> he didn't want to come out. You know, he'd be like, no, and Clint's like, go, and he's like. No, no. He's <laughs> like go. So he comes out in there and he's like, I had to come. I'm like, well, go. He's like, all right, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I remember, I remember Arnie came out one time with Doc too, and like in Boston, and he was dealing right, and and had a few like one or two bad hitters, and then like Gibby sent Arnie out, and Arnie's like, I ain't going, man. And Gibby's like, you need to go and just make sure he's all. He's like, it's Roy Halladay, you know, he's okay. <laughs> he's anyway, right. he had to go. He had to go out there, and then boom, you know, <laughs> tank, you know. And, and Arnie came back to dugout, and he just was like, I'm ever going out there again? And I think Doc, I think Doc told him too. He's like, don't ever come out there unless I would say, hey, come out here. <laughs> you know? Was Doc yeah, real I, serious on the day that he pitched, like the like the day before? I mean, uh, you know, leading up to it. And I'm just going to clarify for the audience in case they don't know, Doc is Roy Halladay. Yeah, Roy, oh, yeah, Doc, yeah, yeah. yeah. Roy, Roy Halladay is Doc. So go ahead. He AJ. was. He was. Uh, yeah, probably. You know, he he had about a 30, 45 minutes when he got the yard, started changing, and then had a little smile on his face, and that went away pretty quick. Um, <laughs> he was just so routine based, you know, that he just. You know, you never really saw him until he, you know, it's, it's like Superman. Like he came in, he's getting undressed, he says hi to everybody, and then he's walking out to pitch. You know, <laughs> uh, and you just stay, you just like, like you said, like nobody said hey, nobody, you know, just you know, move, move to the side and let him walk through. Um, I think that was just a respect thing with him, you know, like everybody just respected the fact that his routine got him so locked in that nobody wanted to take a chance to just, you know, anything. <laughs> I guess in the same way they're scared, you know. I, you know, I'm gonna mess with Doc. No, I didn't either. I just, I'm glad I got a chance to in between innings, in between starts. <laughs> you know, that was the best part. Yeah. He's so serious all the time. Like even watching the games, you know, and we just he'd sit like this all the time. And I just knock his elbow out, you know. All the time. <laughs> like grow up, AJ. You know, grow up. You know, right back to it. And then I'm trying to get all the other guys to do it, and they're like, I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> you know, all the time. You know, it's, and that's one thing that he told me that, that, you know, I came out that last game before I came to New York. Um, and I just walked up to him. I knew, kind of knew at the time that I, I wasn't planning, maybe. I don't know what was up in the air. Um, but I walked up to him and I was like, hey, I appreciate everything that, that you've done for me. You know, just want to tell you that right now. It was, it was a good moment. I came out after shoving against the Yankees again. Um, and he looked at me and he was like, no, I want to thank you, man, for everything you, you did for me. And I was, you know, just like, could I possibly have done it for Roy Holiday, you know? So I asked him, I was like, what's that, Doc? He's like, man, you made me smile and relax in between my starts. And I haven't done that in a long time. And I was oh, like, you know what? That's so cool. I'll take it, Roy. I'll take it, man. I'll take it. <laughs> and, and, and well, last thing about him, when he won his 20th that year and I, I had 18, uh, we both had 18 with three starts left, you know, and he got it and I didn't. And, we went out there for the 20th, and I gave him a big hug. And the first thing out of his mouth was, you should have got it before me. Like, that's the only thing he said. Mm. And I was like, who says that right now? He's got 20 right now. And you look at me, and it's like, you should. And I was like, man, this guy has something else. That man, is I got a chance, I got a chance to spend some time with him on the Nike trip, and he was completely opposite. Like, go goofing around, funny, talking all the time, smiling. And I guess that was just his time to cut loose. You know what I'm saying? Him and his wife, Brandy, were super cool. 
Um, went on the, when on he was yeah, when he wasn't pitching or locked in, man, he was just hilarious. One of the goof goofballs, like you said, prankster, big prankster. Don't mess with him, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he's he was something else on game day, man. So the same same way, I may have learned a little bit from him yeah. <laughs> from that regard. Man, it it is. Um, I mean, it's still crazy that he's gone. Uh, but you look at you look at the seasons he had. He, I mean, he was just such a force for for a long time. Oh like, no, he's he the had, best pitcher of our generation. I mean, hands down, easily. Wow, of, of our generation of of yeah. the time of the guys that I pitched against or yeah. you know competed against, he was the best pitcher of our generation for sure. That's, and we used to sit in the dugout and be like, "Is he? What's he going to do tonight?" Yeah, you know, like like what's he going to like? Don't give me your don't get me wrong. I say I love watching you pitch. Couldn't wait for you. You know, I had some other guys that I played with that I couldn't wait to watch pitch. Exciting, but it's different with him. Like, like yeah. you said, it was like I'm watching. You know, we get I get a chance to watch this dude 35 times this year. Sick. Yeah, he was. You know? I mean, he was cutting it and sinking it on both sides of the plate at 96, 97. Like, and you know, what? he was I gotta in complete say, control of complete. game. Complete, and he didn't want to do that. He didn't want. He didn't want to do that because when I first got there, he was he was cutter, glove side, sinker, arm side, mm-hmm. and then Rod came along. Um, Brahas and he was like, why, "Why don't you do both to both?" And Roy was like, "I don't, I don't want to leave anything over the plate." And he's like, "Man, you're Roy Halladay. You don't leave anything <laughs> over the plate." And that's when he started doing what you're talking about. See, yeah. he's cutting and cutting and sinking and sinking, and it was just like it was unreal, like, unhittable. I thought I had a good hook. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like you never knew what was coming. Like, I mean, and if it was hard, it wasn't straight. So right. it was like, I mean, just watching the pitch from the other side, you go out there and you know, like, fuck, man, we ain't, we gonna get three hits today. Like, we're, we're, you know what I'm saying? Like, G's probably gonna hit a single. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're getting three fucking hits. Nobody's squaring the ball up. Like, it's crazy, man. Man, you know what's funny about that? Like, I remember as a fan watching those games, and I literally, like, for me, Yankee success against Roy Halladay was just about increasing the pitch count. That's it. Like I'm watching each inning and I'm same way. I'm not thinking like there's no chance you're scoring more than a run or two, you know? And so it's like, can you just get him out of there before the seventh? That's the only way. And he was so efficient that it was hard because he doesn't say he wouldn't miss. Right. Yeah, exactly, man. I'm so glad we never had to play against him. Like as a Yankee in a, in a real big game, you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't pitch in the playoffs until he went to to Philly. To Philly, hit the first. And game. I called that yeah. in the locker room. Remember? <laughs> yeah, you did. I, I, yeah. I was walking through there. I'm like, you watch this, y'all. He gonna throw no no. Wow, really? You knew it? I mean, I was joking around at the time, yeah. but I was half serious. You know? Yeah. I'm like, watch this. He's been waiting a long time for this. Watch, man. Yeah. I'll be dang, man. We're in uh, Minnesota, I think. We're in Minnesota. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cy Young in the in the National and the American League. I mean, like some of his years, like. 19 and 7 with a sub 3, 22 and 7 with a 325, 16 and 5 with a 319, uh 12 and 4 241, 20 and 11 with a with a 278. Yeah, how many of those are in the AL East? Too. That's what yeah, I was about to say. Exactly. He's in the AL East doing yes. this. Yeah. Yes. He's it's in the AL East doing that. Crazy, man. His I mean his his career numbers are incredible and that's why he's a Hall of Famer, you know? Yeah. It no it, doubt. it makes sense. How about you know, it, see like it's interesting to me because I feel like you were always the guy who could say anything to anybody. So hearing you even say like that, you were like, ah, I can't talk to AJ on the day he pitches. Like, so did you actually refrain or would you go through with what you had to say anyway? It re- it kind of depend on what was going on. Like if it was something like that I felt was funny, 
Yeah. That I was saying to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it couldn't be anything serious because that shit could wait. But if it was like Jabba doing some crazy shit or Phil doing something funny or Guardy fucking around, like I would say it to him. You know what I'm saying? Just so he could be in on it. But like, yeah. if it was anything serious, no, I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> I didn't talk to Andy today. He pitched either though. Yeah, I let him yeah, talk to yeah. me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was he wasn't never in like a like a serious mode, but you just didn't talk to him until he talked to you. Hmm. Makes sense. I remember seeing one time uh, a reporter go up to Andy and, you know, Andy was always so polite and so kind. And a reporter went up to Andy the day he was pitching and uh, starts asking him a question, whatever. And, you know, Andy is trying not to be a jerk, you know, and he's just like, he's like, "Um, did you see the lineup today? And (laughs) the reporter's like, no, no. what, what, What about the lineup? And he goes, well, did you see the lineup? He goes, yeah, no, I, I saw the lineup, but what about the lineup? He's like, why don't you look at the lineup? And like the guy, oh, I'm so sorry. And Andy see, just kind of like turns back around and that was it, you know? That was the only thing that was bad about me being loose on uh, the days that I pitched. Like me hanging around, talking shit in the clubhouse, running around, doing whatever. Everybody, all, all the reporters would come up to me on the day that I pitched. And that was the only time I would get mad, like. Don't t- like I'm hanging out with my teammates. I don't want to talk to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> uh, the rule still applies to you guys. It just doesn't yeah, apply but to I'm, them. I'm fine with everybody else, but like I don't want to answer fucking questions about anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, AJ, what do you think of uh, the fish tank behind CC as he records here? In his, what are you in your living room? See, I mean, this is my spot. This is where I sit all the time. Yeah, I've seen that before. I've, I've, I've I was jealous of that when he got it. Yeah. I remember I tried to come back here to Maryland and, and build one and put a bass in it and see if I, but I never found a spot to do it. <laughs> uh, well, hey, man, you got it. I mean, you have a sprawling uh, estate there, right? Or farm or whatever you got going on. You could put it like. It was a horse farm. It was when I first yeah. purchased it, but I, I ain't in on no horses, man. Yeah, but now you got the trails and stuff for the four wheelers, right? <clears throat> yeah. You got yeah. trails and stuff everywhere? Yeah, I bought a, I bought a Kubota. <laughs> I got trails going everywhere. I got big old bounty mud holes, and uh, I usually have you know four or five guys around the neighborhood come over every so often. And obviously not lately, but they'll uh, they'll come over. They each have their little quad or whatever. I actually only have one quad now. I'm into the side by sides because my old ass. Really? You know, so I'm sitting down and driving now. Yeah, that beat you up, the quad. <laughs> but I still got the. You know, I'm down there, and I, you know, it's turned out to be an awesome hobby, man. Like I couldn't tell you how to clean or where a carburetor was when we played but now i'm down there building these machines and and it's just it's cool man it's been something that's that's gave me something to do when care bear needs me to get out you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> you go go to the shop i love it I was like, can you please go to the shop i'm like i just got back from the shop can you please go to the shop? All right. All right. that's great aj what i mean what has post-retirement been like for you? Obviously, this is C's first season without baseball. Of course, nobody has it right now, but yeah. it was due to be C's without it. What, what's been, I mean, you retired in, what was it, 20, after 2015? It was 15, yeah. Yeah, what, what's so retirement was, been like for you? first couple years was, was, I didn't know if I made the right choice because um, I felt like I could still play. Um, and I was a little little beat up after 15 elbow-wise, but not not too bad, but it just... So it was it was rough the first year, not not like just 
hey, should I go back? Hey, should I get in shape? Should I try to, you know, I don't want to be one of those guys that left the game and then came back. You know, uh-huh. when I would be done, I'm done. And then I just got to the point where I was like, I got nothing else to prove, man. I went 17 years. I got most innings after anybody with Tommy John. I mean, that's yeah. that's kind of my my story. You know, 03 was when I had my surgery and I logged, what, 14, 15 plus any, uh, years, seasons after that. Yeah. Um, but now it's, now it's cool, man. I, I, I pay attention, but I don't watch a lot, you know, uh, follow the, the guys that I'm a fan, you know, I'm a fan now. Well, I was when I played too. I don't mean to say now, but I keep in touch with those guys and, and really watch the guys that I really enjoyed watching when I played, uh, fame, many left. They're all like 20 and 21 and Everybody young kids it. now, but, um, postseason, don't miss anything. Watch that all the time. And, and in the morning, I'll watch some, some MLB. But uh been wanting to maybe get back in it. No time soon, though. No time soon. I know C was trying to drag me to old-timers game. I was yeah, like, yeah come on, AJ. Day. Well, I got to now because he's retired. I said, I'll do it when you retire, man. But I'm like, they send me that shit at 39 years old on that <laughs> <laughs> old-timers game. But, they, you know, if you're not playing anymore, you're part of that, you know, which is cool. So, uh, you know, we got to get out there when it, when it gets back. I'm looking forward to that. You know, I, I feel like um, your first – I want to say it was maybe it was your second spring training with the Yankees, AJ. It might have been the first. We did a shoot down in Tampa fishing. I don't know if you remember. I mean, you're not expected to. But we we went out uh, Didn't fishing. Didn't catch a thing. Yeah. You didn't went catch out, a thing. You I went out, out with AJ. We did a shoot. And it was so funny because, like, AJ couldn't have been better. It was great. He was awesome. And at the end, like, as we get back in the house – and we're about to leave. He's like, all right, you guys need to F and leave now. Like, and he says it like dead serious. And we're like, and I'm like, wait, is he serious? And then he like pokes his head around the corner. He's like, ah, I got you. And he's like, so no, see, seriously, I catch leave. nine or 10, 12 bass a day there. I didn't catch a damn fish when they were on my boat. No, no, like, y'all need I mean, to go so yeah, I can. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I went out. This is who I started going out fishing with. I was going to ask you, was AJ the one who, who got you into it? Yeah, for sure. AJ, when uh, when we first got there in 09, he had the place down um, on the St. Pete side, and we would go over, and, and that's where I started. That's really where I – literally where I started fishing – all the time in spring training was with AJ. Doesn't we have Robertson pull that alligator gar out of the boat? Yeah, he did. Like, this dude doing, man. With his right <laughs> hand, too. With his right hand. Hey, AJ, look what I got, man. He's <laughs> got fucking teeth. D Rob. Alligator? Yeah. <laughs> alligator gar. Alligator gar. Yeah, it's a fish with teeth. Like, oh, long, long, skinny thing. And. And they met me there. Like, we get the young kids out and take them fishing, too. I forgot who else would go. Um, Jabba would come up, with us a couple times. Jabba would, but my, my boat would be Guardy. You know, I think Bruni and Switch even went a couple times, I think. Bruni you know? and Switch came, too. Yeah, for sure. Did yeah. You, could you ever imagine what Guardy turned into, like, as a player? Like, like when we knew, like, you know, when he was young, it was just like, he was the I wish I could have seen it, bro. I wish I could <laughs> He looks so angry all the time. You should see him now, though. He got the red ass all the time. He's an old man. It's hilarious to watch and him. And he was that one that gave us the red ass all the time, too. Yes, he was. <laughs> even, at, even when he was young. Yes, man. Wow, Gardy was man. a pest, and he would always just... Just get, annoy like, and nag, annoy and nag. Yes, yeah. yes. All on the planes, man. It was nonstop. Yes. 
Oh, man. That's, so. Because it was CC, me, and then Guardian, and I think Husey was behind me. So and D Rob would sit across from Guardian. They would just go. That's who at it was. It that's who it was. All yeah. day. Like, literally, the whole flight, it would be those two arguing about shit. Uh, that's great. I mean, we had. Hughes was on with us last week, and he was telling us the stories of Guardian on the plane when you're in tough turbulence, saying to D Rob, who isn't a good flyer, like, Hey, 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 D Rob, who's going to play you when the movie comes out? Like, nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> he would. I, was, hey, I, think, I think we got too much luggage, D Rob. I think we got too much luggage on this plane. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, AJ, were you big into the pranks as well? I mean, eh, nah, if somebody messing with me, I mess with them, you know? Yeah. Um, but, no, nah, not really. I but mean, he was I the was, pie. But he started the pies. Yeah. Though. I did the Which pies. Was- I mean, uh, if. I would I would mess with the young guys. I wouldn't prank them, but I would I'd mess with all of them. You know, and <laughs> let them know that I love them. But at the same time, they need to clean some shit up. Um, <laughs> Lily was the other dude that got me in Toronto. Ted, he was a good he was a good prankster. Ted Lily was. Ted Lily. Yeah. Lily wow. Was a, he was a, he was a. I mean, I deserved every bit of it. But <laughs> you know what's funny? I never would have guessed that because he always he was so expressionless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Ted was he was. God, especially that fight him and Gibby had. Like, oh, I remember that. I remember watching that. They used to run in the outfield every day, like they're best buddies. And then they go down and throw haymakers, and then they're out running the outfield the next day. Like, what the, like what's going on? You know, Teddy's like dealing. Like, we're up like, I don't know, 10 to 2 against Oakland. And the next thing you know, Teddy's dropping down, throwing knuckleballs from the side, you know, and, you know, and it's 10 to 8 in a matter of like, 30 minutes, you know, same inning. Gibby runs out there, you know, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to, you know, they're hitting everything, so I'm trying to make up some more stuff, you know? And <laughs> then they just beeline to the <laughs> beeline. They ran down the tunnel. I remember that. They, they went and then we all the ran down the tunnel. And the next day, they're out in the outfield. <laughs> Buddy just had to get it out, I guess, you know? Oh, that's my good. gosh. That's funny, man. Do you guys, do you remember the Homer Bonds hit off Lily at Yankee Stadium? It was like, it, it was, was that one of his glove tosses. That was the glove tosses yeah. were in, in uh, oh, Chicago. Chicago, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where he what he <laughs> throw the glove after giving up a bomb? Oh, yeah. as soon as he hit, yeah. yeah. hit it, he take his glove off and throw it. <laughs> Larry was his pitching coach, and that was happening. Oh man! Oh, that's, that's right. He told us a story about that when he yeah. when he was bound and determined to get the ball in to somebody. Like this dude was like three for four off of him at three tanks already, all down in heaters. So, like, during the pitching meeting, remember, Larry was talking to us about it. Yes. He was like, Teddy, we're going to – and Teddy's like, no, I'm going to go in. I'm going to beat him in. <laughs> he tried to go in again and wow. Club came off. But, no, I don't, I don't remember that homer. Bonds hit – He hit gross. one – so, he it was – I don't know. It might have been his only home run ever at Yankee Stadium. No, he hit one off Clemens, too. Remember, Bonds hit one off Clemens. No, Clemens – Clemens drilled him. But I don't think – did he take Clemens deep as well? I'm pretty sure he did. At Yankee Stadium? I remember – Teddy's the one that went third deck way up? Yes, like, yes, yeah. yes, oh, way yeah. up. Like at the old stadium, like he hit it up like Three past the walkway up. in yeah. the upper deck. Yeah, it was yeah. just – it was ridiculous. And it was it was in the midst of Bonds just in, in his super, you know, human seasons. And I watch that Gagne at bat all the time. It's one of my favorite at bats oh, I ever watched. Yeah, yeah man. Yes. Just, Foul off, foul off, pull, pull, bump, bump. <laughs> Got him. 
You got it, right? I mean, Barry Bonds in those years, right? In like 01, 02, 03, 04, is still the most. I mean, obviously, I know I get everything else that goes that I get it, but like, it's the most dominant force in sports I've ever seen in my life. Like, those no, I mean, years it don't even matter everything that goes along with it because I played with some guys that did everything that goes along with it and couldn't do that. You yeah, exactly. Like, still exactly. got to hit the ball, that man. Guy's you still got to hit the ball. Man. Yeah. Yes. That guy that, that's one. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, best dude, I've ever seen. I, I, I just, ever. I, I gotta, I gotta give you a couple, like, cause just cause I, they're, they're, they're ridiculous. So from 2004, this dude had a six. 09 on base percentage. 609. <laughs> it's, no, no, it's just absurd. He's the only guy I've ever had in my career. My pitch coach is like, we're not going to throw this guy. <laughs> <laughs> the only one. Usually oh. it's like, we're, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to pitch, be careful. He's not going to hurt us. No, no. We're not even going to pitch this dude. Oh, we ain't no being careful. Nothing. I only faced him one time in the All-Star game. I never faced him in the interleague. Yeah, I, face in I faced him with the Blue Jays. And... <laughs> And go figure, karma's going to get AJ, right? So we're up there, and, and of course, we go over before the game. So I knew it was going to happen anyway. So Bond gets up. So I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So my like warm, my ball four pitches were like 96, 95, 96. <laughs> I was heated, man. You didn't want to intentionally walk him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I pitched against him um, in Florida, and I think he had a double off the wall, and then I ended up, I think I punched him out. So, you know, I, it was cool. I, you know, was able to get a K off of him. Um, but I wanted to face him again because, you know, just, I wanted to. Yeah. So sure enough, next to bat came around. I'm looking in the dugout, and there wasn't no force. I was like, oh, sick. Man, first pitch, dude, he hit a ball so hard, I think a brick fell out of that wall. Right <laughs> field, dude. It, it wasn't a homer, but, dude, it was a – I was like, man, we should always the dugout. I was like, where's, where's the ball for at, man? <laughs> like, I, I never faced him, and I never wanted to. You I didn't never want wanted. Him? I didn't want that smoke, cuz no. Oh, man. I love facing Griffey because you know he's obviously my favorite player and stuff. But I didn't want that Barry Bond smoke, like no chance. Like, oh man, he got he... in the box at the All Star game, and I literally said, "There's nowhere I can throw this ball where he's not going <laughs> to die." <laughs> he's not like, gonna... he, he covered everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like him and what McGuire were the only you? two people, huh? What do you do? Popped against up you? the short. Okay, very popped nice. Up the short, but him and McGuire were the only two people where I felt like. There's no way. Oh, yeah, I was that way with Mark big time. I was the yeah same because way he just filled up. Every, he was the only thing you saw when you looked at the plate. Like he would, he was massive and <laughs> so and big. It, it was crazy, man. Bro, he took me deep in spring training my rookie year. Uh, I think it's still going, bro. Seriously, I went outside because I yeah yeah. So yeah. it was my first spring training, and we went out to batting practice. This day my my start, which I you know I just. He's Big Mac, bro. I want to go yeah. see Big Mac hit. I don't care. Yep. And so, sure enough, uh, Rich Doobie's like, maybe you shouldn't be watching this. You're pitching today. <laughs> and he's hitting shit off the buildings, you know, left and right. And he gets up, and I throw him a hammer, dude, and his knees buckle. And I throw him another hammer, and his knees buckle. I'm 0-2. I'm going to try to throw a heat, right? You know, whack-hack. And it was a dead center field, like 500 feet. And I get, a, I get a slash play next half inning, you know. So I, you know, fake bunt, slash it. And I get the first, and I'm like, hey, man, I just got to say nice to meet you. He's like, nice to meet you too, kid, you know? And I was like, how'd you know I was going to throw a heater there? He's like, man, I know you want a piece of Big Mac. And I was like, oh, I was like you ain't ever see another fastball ever again. Man, you know what's crazy? Hook, hook, hook. That was the thing, though. You go out to watch him take BP. Like, when oh, yeah. he came in interleague to Cleveland, 
we all stayed out and stayed in the dugout to watch him take BP. Like everybody, like in like people came early, but the but the whole other team sat in the dugout to watch him take BP. To watch him, yeah. Oh, I love this stuff, man. I love these stories. Can I give you one other ridiculous Bonds number from that year? So he that 04 season, he was intentionally walked. Not just regular. He had, he had 232 regular walks, okay? Which guys, you know, don't crack 100 now. He was intentionally walked 120 times that year. Yeah. 120 intentional walks. The previous major league record was like 48 or something before he got intentionally walked 120 times. It's he was crazy. one pitch a game and going deep. Yeah, he was. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like his eye to play, you know, like you said, with everything going on and stuff, like his eye, like – he would spit on so much stuff that was yeah. so close. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I don't know if because he was on the dish and he used that little bitty toothpick or what, but, I mean, it was like if he didn't swing, it was a ball. And, and it was like right know. out of the pitcher's hand. Like out right. of the pitcher's hand, he would be like unstrapping his shit to walk down the first base. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy's letting the ball go. He's doing like this and throwing shit down. Like oh, It was unbelievable, like his his plate discipline and like what he yeah. knew was the ball and the strike right out of your hand. It was It was insane. With the free agency period done and no live sports on TV, there is an increasing excitement around this year's NFL Draft. The NFL Draft is all about new beginnings, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here to give your area a new beginning. I'm talking about trimmers for jewels. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your jewels. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 waterproof, cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. Millions of jewels are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped advanced skin-safe technology. And of course... Let's not forget about the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer. Subscribers get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer always stays fresh and clean. We know that's important. For a limited time, subscribers get not one, but two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and the patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped boxer briefs. Nobody wants to get chafed by their boxer briefs. This is the perfect package for your franchise quarterback. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code R2C2 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code R2C2. Manscaped is the best when it comes to men's grooming. Get yourself the Joe Burrow of trimmers, the Lawnmower 3.0. AJ, I want to get some questions to you from people on Twitter, but one thing I want to go back to real quick. You had mentioned just real briefly before how, hey, Garrett is going to be fine in New York. <laughs> you were with him in Pittsburgh at the beginning of his career. What makes yeah. you say that? No, and like he says it too, but what makes you just know from being his teammate, man, this guy, he, he, he's good with New York. I think there's, there's a belief, a certain belief that people can have in themselves and a certain confidence, and this cat's got them both like – Filled up, and he should. He's got the best shit on the mound. 
I'm a huge DeGrom fan. You know, I loved watching him pitch. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but Cole's got some, some dirty stuff. And it's crazy because when he first came out in Pittsburgh, he couldn't get a swing and a miss. You know, we were just sitting in the dugout like, this dude's throwing hard. He didn't have a yeah. hook then. He had a slider. Mm-hmm. And he would have like one or two punch outs a game. And we're just like, who is this guy? You know? But he was such a student of the game. You know, he, he wouldn't leave me alone. You know, always in my ear, always trying to learn. Had me teaching him a curveball, you know, in Cincinnati in the cages underneath, you know, just constantly, constantly working on stuff to get better. And I was this way. I know, see, you were the same way. Uh, it didn't matter how good we threw. We weren't really content. We always could have done better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I threw seven strong, but, man, I could have went eight easily and gave up, like, two hits. You know, I should have at least. I feel Cole's that way. Mm-hmm. You know, even when he dealt, he can look back at the game and be like, you know what, I could have been better. So next time out, I'm going to be better. Mm. And like I said, he's he's got some good stuff, and he's a confident young man. So uh, most of the most of the time, when the guys are that confident and and that belief in themselves, they don't work as hard as he does. You know correct. what I'm saying? Mm. Like he's got all of that, and he works extremely and he hard, works and he studies. Yeah. And like it, he's it's it's the whole thing. It's not just you know he, he. I mean, obviously he's he got he has the belief in himself and he's confident and all that stuff, but. He works to have that. You know what I'm saying? He does. He does. And, and that's that's why I said what I said because, you know, everybody's asking me, you know, is he worth it? You know, I mean, how do you know anybody's worth it until they go out and pitch? Yeah. But um, he's going to be just fine, you know, just because the way he handles himself. To, from his first pitch in Pittsburgh to when I saw him pitching in, in spring training in New York or even in Houston, which was a joke, it's just he just keeps getting better. You know, I think he's one of those guys that – it's going to end up being like, you know, we used to say it to Roy when, when I just mentioned that he started cutting and sinking to both sides of the plate, which he never did before. You saw a great get better. And I yeah. think it might be one of those situations where you're going to see this kid who's got great stuff just keep getting better. All right, a couple couple Twitter questions for you, AJ. This has been great. Amazing stories. We love it, man. Uh, Mike DeLuca says, uh, what's the asks, what's the biggest lesson you learned from playing in New York, and did you miss New York once you weren't there? I miss the guys. I miss the city. I did. You know, I ain't going to lie. I struggle. Everybody knows that. But I took the ball every five days, and I didn't make excuses about it. And I think I think the people in New York realize that. Um, did I pitch up to 85, you know, with my contract? I, hell no. I'll tell you right now, I didn't. But I took the ball, and that was my job, and did the best I could. And I did miss uh, from, the, from the gate, you know, from, from getting the call um, – you know, Cash called me and let me know. CC and, and the guys. You know, they. My last two years in New York were, were tough, but those dudes in the locker room were amazing to me. You know, and never changed one bit, no matter if I dealt or I didn't. Um, but then, as soon as I got to the back in yellow, when I had all those kids looking up to me, I, I would not have been able to do what I did there without going through what I did in New York, hundred percent. You know, I, and I just I wouldn't have. I felt like. You know, it was one of those situations where I learned what I need to do to pitch and, and what amount of pressure I need to put on myself and that it, it it ain't the end of the world and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I just learned so much about who A.J. was in those three years that uh, definitely would not have been able to end my career away without, without being in New York. That's an awesome answer, man. Um, and this is from Peter Cocolette, who says he's a high school pitcher himself. What – and this is for both of you – what was your high school workout routine uh, like and, you know, just for pitching slash overall? What did it look like? 
Oh, go ahead, I'll see. Let you that, I didn't have nothing. Peter's a young stud. He's what looking for some guidance, about? man. I played three sports only so I didn't have to work out. <laughs> like I, I, I played football and basketball, and, and it all rolled into each other. And I never want to run as a pitcher, so I played basketball. So, like, no, I mean, I just, I just played sports. Like, it wasn't, it was. I didn't have any kind of routine workout anything until I got to the Indians with Carl Willis, and he taught me how to be literally how to be a pitcher. So no, I mean, I just, I just kind of winged it to be honest. I, I mean, I, can't I wish I could help him too, one. man. I wish I could help him, but I can't. <laughs> I pitched four games my senior year, man. I played third base and hit like 13 jacks. So I thought I was going, <laughs> I thought I was going to junior college to play third base, to be honest with you. And then I got signed by New York and like same thing with you. You know, I, I learned three, four years of my minor league career how to work and how to pitch. So mm-hmm. I, I wish I, I wish I had a routine now to, to tell them about, but. I was I was looking forward to dropping bombs. I wasn't pitching. For sure. <laughs> well, how about now you got Lil C who started yeah, to pitch to a little say. bit. Yeah, so what would you yeah, say no, now? He, he works extremely hard. Like, obviously, he's starting to pitch now. Um, you know, he does a lot of band work. He does a little bit of the drive line. We just take a little bit of, of everything that we like and just apply it to him. Like, he's a big kid. <clears throat> I'm trying to get his legs stronger. You know what I'm saying? We're just trying to build from the ground up. So, um, you know, do as, as – you know, try to get your legs as strong as possible, squats, lunges, all of that stuff. Make sure you work on your balance and just kind of go from the ground up. That's, that's what we're doing with him. Mm, nice. I like what you said there about about um, taking some things from here and there and putting them all. You know, you got to figure out who you are also. You know, like you mentioned the runners. Like I was a huge runner uh, mm-hmm. once I started playing and I couldn't. I mean, I could, but my arm didn't feel the same if I didn't condition and, and flush my stuff out. So, uh, definitely figure out who you are and then build from there. Like you like see who's saying, take, take things from everybody you hear or listen to them, but take the things that apply to you. You know, and I think you'll be able to build a routine for sure. Awesome stuff. AJ, this was terrific, man. We, we got to do it again sometime. You, you are going nowhere. We can do it for another three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's, I'm just it getting is. down the shop. It's better than me down there cussing, you know, getting mad at shit because I can't do nothing, acting like a mechanic <laughs> and shit down there. But, <laughs> um, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, man. I enjoyed it. I definitely, anytime y'all want to rap again, I'm game, man. No, nah, for sure. We got to get everybody on, like you, D Rob, Gardy. Hughes, like we got to do a big one. That'd be fun, man. That would be fun, uh, man. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you, you can do it with Zoom now. We get Swish on, like we all we all hung out a lot, a lot in 2009 and got to know each other real well. Our families know each other, so it, it, that'd be real fun. Yeah, we were neighbors, man. Yeah, yeah, we were. <laughs> <laughs> We had the best Fourth of July party ever. <laughs> it was dangerous. Oh, as man. Fuck, I still don't know how the hell we didn't. I mean, thank God we were Yankees, man. Right? Oh my God, That's we all could have went to jail because I just and remember I, Gardy running back and forth everywhere, lighting up the uh, the fireworks, bro. It was crazy. Oh it was my God, crazy! This was in what year? This is '09. This is '09. Oh, we put boy. on a display, man. I think C bought like. 6G worth of fireworks. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. It was enough to set fire to the, everything. It was uh, insane, guys. It was like, yeah, it was just, it was crazy. It was, first of all, the whole yard in the back was like 20 feet of just smoke. And above that was just 
I think we recorded it. See, I think it was like two we, two minutes and forty five seconds of pure mayhem. Yeah, shit was crazy. And then all you see in the shadows is Guardy running, sliding, sliding, sliding running, sliding, <laughs> running, sliding. And then the one hit the porch. Remember the one hit the porch? Yeah. Like our families was on the balcony. Yeah, and we were down lighting them up. And then one of them fell down somehow and shot right through like. Mamas with kids and, yes. and shut it down quick. They're like, y'all Jayden, she was freaking out. She was going crazy. Like she, she had to be, she was two at the time. She was three. She had just turned three and she was freaking out. It was crazy. It was insane, bro. We were out of our minds, bro. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome though. No reason. <laughs> hey, no reason why we wanted no now. I'm telling right? you, man. <laughs> and you live to tell the tale. And we're, man. we're appreciative that you did. AJ, thank you, man. Thank you for joining R2C2, bro. Yeah, I love it. Thanks for having me, man. Great Thanks, to see guys. both of you. See, love you, man. Great, great catching up. For sure. Get together when all this is done. Yeah, we got to take a vacation for sure. Hey, man. <laughs> and for our, for our audience, uh, you know, you can, you know the deal. Rate, review, subscribe, listen. You can watch now, too, on Uninterrupted's YouTube page. Make sure uh, you check it out. And uh, we'll continue to bring you content every Thursday. Hope you're staying safe, staying healthy. Listen to AJ's shirt. Stay the F home. Be smart. Social distance. Wear those masks. And we'll all get through this together. Thank you again, AJ. Thank you, guys.